Christopher Media, Unregimented. He can write a song. He knows how to write a pop hook. Man can write a song. Man, you can't deny him that. He can work a DCG chord progression. You're right. I cannot deny that what he wrote were songs. (laughs) (laughs) Unregimented on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Is it time to get hopes up already? Yeah, it's the first month. You always get the hopes up. Dude, that's where the hopes start and and end. In in 84, man, Tigers went uh, 34 and 5. Yeah, but the Tigers roared in 84. Yeah. Bless you, boys. So there. And all that stuff. All right, so let's do this shit, sons. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Howdy. Unregimented, Hello. number 85. That many already. Yes, it is that many. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. Caught you mid-sip. I'm drinking coffee. This is weird. This this is intimate. Never never sat across from you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris and I are head to head because it's just the two of us in studio today with Rich on the remote. How you doing out there, Rich? Doing well, gentlemen. Doing well. How are you guys doing at, uh, God damn it. I'm going to fuck the name up. Asthmacore Studios? Asthmacore Studios. That's right. (laughs) Well, I've got an inhaler in hand. And I'm not even there to smoke you out. It's not just a clever name. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's spring, man. I'm, oh, surpri- yeah, I'm I know. surprised. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been worse, but yeah, spring's pretty bad. I already had my allergy attack at the beginning of the month. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed as I've gotten older, um, I definitely have some issues with uh, uh, sinuses more so than I did when I was a younger gentleman in my salad days. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks because it's just the truth, man. Getting old, it just ain't for pussies. And the older I get, the more I think I'm a <laughs> pussy. I just really do. I'm just like, it hurts. It just hurts to get up in the morning sometimes. <laughs> So, yeah, now it's like I got a runny nose. I look like a cokehead now because I'm walking around. Oh, no, I'm good. I swear I'm good. I, it's my sinuses. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So You know, my sinuses. Yeah, I, I blow my nose a lot during uh, work and in, in into paper towel. I, Kleenex are just useless for me. There's, you, there's no reason for them to exist in my world. You just shred a, cre- a Kleenex? Isn't this funny? The only thing that, that Kleenex is good for is sticking up the nose. And I'm not even talking about, uh, I'm not even talking about uh, having a bloody nose. Like, you ever have shit so bad that you just, like, stuff shit up there just to plug it up so it'll stop running? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not talking about being sick. Just straight allergies. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, and trying to blow your nose with Kleenex at a certain point is like trying to wipe a, a really wet dump that's like wet clay with a single ply piece of toilet paper. Right. And then have a beard or a mustache. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, there's no oh, way. Flavor saver. <laughs> this is a great way to start out a podcast. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook, following us on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. Thanks for all of the new followers on Twitter with Unregimented. Appreciate it. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Android users, you can find the show on Stitcher Radio. If you like what we do and you would like to show your support for us, you can donate to Christopher Media by using the PayPal button on ChristopherMedia.net. Please click through the Amazon banner and bookmark the page. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, it will help to show your support for Christopher Media.
Every Monday through Friday, you can check out a new episode of a Christopher Media show. Monday and Thursday, you get Unregimented. Tuesdays, you're going to get the Weisman Podcast Nugget, which is the precursor for the big show on Fridays. Wednesdays, you have the Projection Booth. Check those guys out, projection-booth.com. A lot of buzz starting to circle those guys. Check them out. Even uh, we were interviewing a podcaster from Canada a few weeks back, and he shouted them out. So they got reach. People like them. Check them out every Wednesday, Projection Booth. ChristopherMedia.net. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. That's who we use to host all of the Christopher Media shows, and when you sign up for HostGator by clicking through our link, you're helping to support ChristopherMedia.net. Spring was here today. I know spring has already arrived, technically. But I not only was it a nice, warm day, but I saw a robin today. It just appeared on the lawn in front of me, like I was in a Disney movie. I uh, obli- ob- obligatory comic book joke was Batman not far behind. <laughs> no. Just so, just so. No, Chris but it did, but it did pick up a prop. ribbon and try and dress me in it. He saw Chris O'Donnell <laughs> Burt Ward. No, I just saw some guy in like form-fitting mo- body armor with nipples on it, and I had to piece it together. There you go. Wait, oh, I get it. Yeah, there you go. No, nice cod piece, Dick. <laughs> You're the Schumacher fucking uh, Robin. Okay, we got you. you know, this, I noticed yesterday, too, I uh, came back from the grocery store, and I told Aaron, I'm like, oh, shit, the grass is green again. Yep. <laughs> we we got to start mowing it's, it. It's time. Yeah, Maze went back to work at, uh, for the landscaping company, and it's just like, he comes home every day, and I'm just like, oh, you poor bastard. I'm so sorry. Oh, man, to do that for a living? Oh. <sighs> Dude, that's, yeah, but he'll that's have a, fate- a tan, like, next week. Well, I'm sorry. Say again. He'll have a tan like next week. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And he'll he'll drop There's probably easier about another... ways to get those. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He'll drop probably about ten pounds in the next week and a half, two weeks or so. And my buddies who work construction always by Memorial Day got a sweet tan. Yeah. Yep. Drop that. Uh, I, I collected unemployment over the winter weight. Yeah. Get back in <laughs> yeah. shape. And then of course his ass Marvin weight. Fa- yeah. Of course his ass is like oh, I'm fat, and I'm like motherfucker, shut up. Okay, this is like preaching to the choir here. I don't want to hear this shit. You fat, shut the fuck up. I don't. I don't care if I do get cut. I. I would not want to do any kind of gardening or lawn work or anything like that. Dude, I don't like even a- like the manscape, let alone fucking <laughs> actually like right. do any landscaping. You know, so I, I don't even like to shave. Fuck. But yeah, this year I promised to mow all the lawn, <laughs> all of the lawn, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> like there were times last year I was just like, oh fuck it. just get the part everybody can see done right i'll do the rest tomorrow and then it rains or some shit and then and i won't yeah i don't know kind of a little bit of a lawn fight with the neighbors there was a there's a bit of a territorial dispute last summer oh by the garage yeah on both sides actually i i left too much grass on the driveway on the other side So that had to be mentioned. This is exciting podcast. But yeah, we, we yeah we had we had a disagreement between us and the neighbor, an unspoken one. I've never spoken a word to them, but it was clear that they had a different designation of where their property ended 
and where mine began. See, I kind of went through that uh, before I lost my house last year, yeah. and it was it was over snow removal. Oh yeah, and they actually called the cops because when I was shoveling my my driveway, I lived in a duplex, my driveway and and my walkway, I dared to put the snow on top of the other snow that was on the grass. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that the, you had the fucking cops called? Or do the people kill? where you yeah. live have nothing better to do than call the cops on snow shoveling for real? Wow. Yeah. You didn't it, shoot it, these it, neighbors? It got, it got interesting. One of, the, one of the reasons I no longer, uh, my roommate at the time moved out and I no longer have the house because he was like, fuck these neighbors, I can't handle this shit because I'm going to commit a fucking crime here. Like, there's going to be a discrepancy. And I'm like, I understand because I have to bite my tongue. When I have to be the voice of sanity out of a group of two people, you know that shit is bad, so. Well, where do you come down on uh, on mowing the lawn? You know how, like, you live in the suburbs. Hard-hitting issues right, on you know? this episode. Well, I don't <laughs> actually don't know if you have this problem. Like, the houses in your neighborhood are a little bit tighter together, shall we say. Mm-hmm. But in usually in a suburb, you kind of have that you have the, the lawn and then the driveway and then that other little piece that yeah. is kind of attached to the neighbors, but if you follow the, pens, the the fence line, it would be actually on your property. Like, in my mind, I'm like, really, you're going to be over on that side going up and down, up and down, and it's just going to be one more trip up. I need to take my lawnmower all the way over there and mow this one little part. Well, see, that's where I, I was lucky. I had uh, multiple friends who uh, do landscaping. And so even if even if I couldn't get one of them to come out, I could make an f- emergency phone call and get the other one to come out. And they would always edge and weed whip. Oh, fuck that shit. And, 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 and yeah, what? that's what I'm saying. That's how my lawn looked. You're making and my it, back hurt. What are you talking about? Well, this is, but this is what I'm saying. Like, that's how my lawn looked. Yeah. Why did my neighbors have a problem with it when they didn't edge or weed nothing? They just cut the motherfucker. Probably, here's a, were they older people? It, no, the one her well the, the the it was a mother, her son, and the grandson. The grandson's like twelve. Son's probably about my age, and she's in her I don't know late fifties, early sixties. But it was always the grandson or the son cutting the lawn, and I even offered. Just let me, I'll pay for gas. Let me use your lawnmower. I'll cut your side of the lawn, my side of the lawn. <laughs> just let me use it because I don't have a lawnmower. And it was just, they, they, it was just like, no, fuck off. We'd rather call the cops and bitch and complain and call the landlords and bitch and complain. So, yeah, people. It probably, it probably started with you having too nice of a lawn. And they were like, fuck that guy. Who does he think he is? <laughs> Look at his perfect lawn. Fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They were just Oh, what? Fucking... My lawn? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even own a lawnmower. Well, dude, I mean, the first day <laughs> I met them, they, they said, oh, uh, do you have any animals? I said, yeah, I have, uh, I, have, you know, I, inherit, I have a cat of my own. I inherited two when my mom died. Well, you better not let them out because our dog will kill them. That's how they said hello to me. <laughs> nice. oh, how well, do you do? Welcome to the and neighborhood. I, and I'm just like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, where did you live before here? Shacktown. Oh, that's pretty obvious now. Okay, all right. How you like, doing, neighbor? Is killing killing Leo the mayor there? Or what's, <laughs> what's hey, you doing? Nice to meet you. Uh, by the way, you have any kids? Yeah, I got a son. Well, don't let him over my house. I'm a concealed carry. General yeah, right? Yeah, I got a daughter. <laughs> so just stay away. Just came over to tell you that. Welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. What much, kind of dog wanted- does this asshole have? I'm sorry, say again. What kind of dogs does this asshole have? It was a chow mix with something else. It was like, 
was a one. A chow was mix. A, that doesn't sound very threatening. Pussy. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. But I, yeah, whatever. I don't know. The dog loved me. Hated my roommate. So I was just like, "What did you do to the dog, Brian? Did you like beat it one day when it was outside? I didn't know about it." And he's just like, "No, I just that dog senses. I hate. I hate. I hate its owners. I guess." And I'm like, "I sure." Whatever. I don't fucking know, man. It, I, I don't even want to think about that shit. That shit was so fucking irritating. <laughs> I know. We're definitely in a different generation, though, because, I mean, back in the day, everybody knew their neighbors. You knew half the damn block. You, had, when I, you when, had to. When I was little, my parents knew all of our neighbors. Now, they don't, no one talks to nobody. When I was real little, my next-door neighbors, were, I had two kids next-door neighbors that were my friends because they were fucking next door. Yeah. And when I went to school, I found other kids that lived close enough to walk to. And when I got older, I found other kids that I could actually bike to. I mean, yeah, you knew all the kids on the block. Now you just you can connect with anybody. That's why kids aren't getting their driver's license. Yeah, right God, dude, that's yeah, that's that, that's beyond me. Like, like my kids will yeah. probably be like, "There's Uber and this Google car drives itself." So what the fuck dude, do you want like, from me? My fifteenth birthday, I was in driver's training. Like I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like it was it was just a, it was a sign of independence. As soon as they perfect the self-driving car, then my prediction is that STDs are going to go through the fucking roof. <laughs> why is that? Well, think about it. You have no excuse not to go to the bar and get blotto. And you're much more likely to go home with somebody then and spread around the nasty virus. Well, they, they're very close to uh, perfecting it. Uh, my, gra- my, my grandfather, excuse me, my uncle uh, is a truck driver in Tennessee. And the company he works for, they actually have the trucks that... They won't go over a certain speed limit, and if you get right. too close to the person in front of them, the truck will actually break itself. Yeah. And I, I'm like, he's old school, so that has to freak him out the first time that fucker bro- you know, just started breaking on its own. You're like, what the fuck? Oh my god, it's maximum overdrive. Exactly. It's that shitty Stephen King movie. This is bullshit. I'm driving now, Dave. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think I think two, I think I think Kubrick and 2001 were t- are, are too much for my uncle, so I had to go with maximum overdrive. And I'm glad that fucking Aaron brought it up. <laughs> yeah, the 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 dash screen just changes to a little face. Like I can't let you do that. But I'm I'm all for that. I think that should be once now that that technology is perfected and it's soon just going to be in the police in every car. Police and mothers against drunk driving ought to be keeping that thing down, keeping the development what? of it back. How are they gonna what ra- are you talking about? How are you going to raise funds if you're not giving out what DUIs anymore? <laughs> Their whole mission is to reduce DUIs. Yeah, but that's they a should, fundraiser be- for them. Not a really. I don't buy that. A fundraiser to whole... fight an issue that <laughs> a DUI you, they get a good five grand out of you. No, you got this backwards. <laughs> no, no, that's what they say uh, their mission is. No, but in reality, their mission is not that. Their mission money. is to raise revenue. Yeah. Oh, come on now. We're oh, that we're cynical. Talk, we're that fucking cynical. We're going to talk shit about mothers against drunk driving. Point zero eight. Point zero eight. Do you realize? That Aaron, if I gave you some old school okay. amber color of death Listerine and you rinsed yes. your mouth with it, you would blow drunk. Yes, yes, I understand. That's bullshit. Come no, on, you man. can you can say that they're partially responsible for too strict laws on this shit, but then again, you know, everyone's different. Some fucking what if it's a sixteen-year-old girl who is. You know, had two shots in her and is just blotto because she weighs 98 pounds and she does something stupid. 
I mean, you have to when you if you're going to base it off of a blood alcohol level, you pretty much have to go with the minimum dangerous amount for the minimum person. Nah, man, she needs you, you she needs to, to, she needs to learn the lesson like we had to learn the lesson when we were kids. She just needs to get date raped once, real good, the and then she'll be all right. Jesus she won't ever Christ, fucking drink that much. You're missing my points, please. <laughs> no, I'm just being a so, <laughs> oh, dark. I mean, unless you try and like tie it to a, a like a BMI or something, you know, have a a sliding scale of blood alcohol level according to. Uh, body mass index. Why they do everything else that way now these days? Uh, I, dude, ins- from what I hear, insurance is getting to the point where if you weigh a certain amount based on BMI, that yeah, that's considered more at risk. So your premiums will change based upon that. I don't know if that's true. This is just shit I've heard. It seems to me like they can't do that under Obamacare, but you know, who knows these days they can do any fucking thing they want. Apparently. Well, I mean, it's, it is tax day. And I know a lot of people that were cutting a check that never used to. Yeah. So the, uh, well, this is probably only going to get worse when you talk about, um, insurance companies analyzing health data to set your rates because i read a story this week about ibm's getting into the game they're trying to basically they're going to acquire some companies they're going to collate all this health data that that different companies are collecting through apps for your uh, smartphones or uh i mean eventually this is ibm they they do think big they're they're probably looking to get all of the uh, health records in one place so that they can be accessed. You know, any doctor can access your your health records from any hospital is is the idea here. But, of course, with every good thing comes a lot of bad. The the abuse of the system, yeah. Right. (laughs) Because eventually we start turning into the film Gattaca. Right. Information is just information. It's not good or evil. Having your health information out there can be wonderful if you are in a car accident and need a blood transfusion and they can't figure out what blood type you are quick enough. And, you know, if, if your shit's on the on this database, that's great. Uh, when people start using it to set insurance rates, I mean, not even just health insurance. They could use this to uh, set car insurance or home, home insurance or anything like that. Well, I mean, they already they already do like a credit check and well, hey, when's, yeah, this is how just old one are more you? thing you have, to add to it. Are, are you married? Do you have children? Oh, you, you don't. You're a thirty x you know, you're you're a thirty something year old single guy and and you, you never been married. You're gonna have to jack those insurance rates up on you because you got you're more you're more likely to to do at risk behaviors and it's like really mm-hmm. that's profiling right there. Damn it right. Was based, it was based on my race. There would be fucking NAACP, the ACLU, having fucking shit fits about this. But because it's based upon, oh, well, you're a single 30-something-year-old male, blah, blah, blah. You don't have as much to live for. It's basically what they're fucking telling you. I mean, honestly, they're they're more at-risk behavior. Well, you know, speaking of that, when I did my taxes... Of course, I had to answer some questions about health care. And I don't know how it went for you guys, but I didn't have health insurance for... I had it for like the first four months, maybe five. Uh, And so I was expecting to have some sort of penalty on my taxes. And I went through TurboTax and uh, just, you know, clicked the appropriate boxes for everything. And they asked me some questions about when I had health care, what months I was covered, and which ones I I was not covered. And... Then it had uh, 
you could select for an ex exemption, which I knew that there were exemptions that you could apply for ahead of time, but I never did. But it, so on the exception, it gave you a list of options like, oh, did you already apply for an exception and get approved, or is there another reason? I was like, no, I guess it's another reason. And one of the, on the next list, one of the options was it was just too expensive in, in my area, and I was like, that's it right there. Click that, and they're like, next page. Oh, you're approved. Uh, you don't you don't have to worry about the penalty. You're exempt from the from the penalty on your taxes. Really? Yeah. It was okay. it was that easy. Okay, because yeah, I don't know I, if, if uh, it's always going to be that easy or I don't know who knows. It, it, chances are Obamacare is either just going to be picked to death so it's useless or it's going to be repealed completely in the future anyway. But Well, I mean, there is that, but it can also be heavily, heavily, heavily fucking, uh, you know, revised. And, and yeah. depending on who's because most politicians these days are going to look at the percentage approval ratings and go, this is how I'm going to govern. They're not going to do what they actually think's right. I mean, and obviously you're going to do what your base yeah. think your base thinks is right. But well, did you that's, hear? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, but so I just I don't expect it to be repealed outright, but I do expect yeah. it to be so many revisions on it and and so many exemptions that it, it, it becomes a bastardized version of what it was meant to be. Which I mean, it already is. I mean, they, they were talking the far single cry pair. from what, what we were promised, certainly. Yeah, I mean, they were talking single pair when this was first brought up. They yeah. were talking single pair as early as the mid '90s. Well, maybe, maybe if Hillary gets into office, no. uh, it will stand. What do you mean, Did maybe? You, it's kind of looking that way. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, but people like to be part of history, and that nothing gets people out and voting like uh, making history. Yeah, I mean, I think we could pretty in much... In the U.S., hand. like, uh, how many other countries have had female leaders? I think we could hand it to her but, at this but point. But for us, hey, this is a big step for us. This it's 2015, America. yeah, and it's April, but I 60 mean... 60 years ago, it was Mad Men around here, all right? So they've, they've come a long way. <laughs> We're calling it pretty much... Because there's going to be the nostalgia for the name Clinton. Yeah, nostalgia and history together... Yeah, on one t in one person. We have President Clinton again. Hey, because we mean, all like the '90s. Come on, I know, and everybody could look at it too as it'd be a puppet regime, anyways. Is be collective soul's going to go on tour again if Hillary Clinton gets elected? Cootie <laughs> 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 and the Blowfish will get back together. It'll be a friends reunion. Oh, Rich, did you? Uh, I didn't watch her announcement. Chris, I guess you watched the announcement. I read about it, and I read some articles about uh, uh, Rich, her. Rich, did you see last week tonight, last week on Sunday? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a very difficult know, thing to pinpoint. Mouthful, Which one? Isn't it? <laughs> What's that? Last Sunday's John Oliver show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you see no, it? No, I have, I have not yet. Oh, no. He just he riffs on, that, on her video for about 10 minutes. Yeah, I didn't see the video. And he, Let me see if I can try and find it first, because I just love the point he made about it. Well, I, I had read about... Um, I read some about what her campaign was. She has four pillars to her campaign. Um, only like one and a half of them are actually her, would be her job or responsibility, in my opinion. But anyway, strengthen families is the first one. Bolster the economy, improve U.S. security, and resolve political dysfunction in Washington. It's a, it's a minute and a half. I'm John Oliver. Just time for a quick recap of the week. And let's start with today. Because this morning, 
Everyone was expecting a big political announcement and then spent most of the day continuing to expect it. Waiting for the word, Hillary Clinton's expected to announce she's running for president today, but what is she waiting for? Some reporters are expecting it to happen in the next few minutes, sometime around noon. It could come later in the day, though. We're waiting for Hillary Clinton to make it official. Any moment now. Any moment, we're waiting for that. She's 67 years old, and we'll see when that announcement comes out. Okay, first first of all, it's 67 years young. Didn't you learn anything from the best exotic Marigold Hotel? And second... There's no point trying to build suspense when there isn't any. Because everyone knew this was happening. And and I'll I'll save you the time of watching this video. It's two minutes, 18 seconds long. It features one dog, one cat, and exactly four relevant words. I'm running for president. That's it. (laughs) There is nothing else to see and nothing else to talk about. Because let me be clear. Speculating over who's going to win the 2016 election now is like speculating over who's going to win the shot put at the 2016 Olympics. The only thing we know for sure is that Ted Cruz isn't going to win either. That's it. That's all we know, so we can put it on hold. Yeah, okay, John Oliver, but I'm calling it now. (laughs) I'm saying that's what's going to happen. I think the only question is who's her running mate going to be. If she ends up picking someone disastrous as a running mate, then maybe. All right, so who do you think could be the worst running mate she could pick? Oh, God. I don't even know who the best one is. I can't. Size to Cheney. I'm really, yeah, I'm having a hard time coming up with anybody. Bill Clinton. No, <laughs> no way. That, that'll, that'll, he's addressed that. That'd be a landslide victory. He addressed that back on Letterman when. Uh, like, she, hey, I'm back. Remember yeah, me? When when she was running when she was running against uh, Barack in the primaries, uh, it came up. People were talking about like, well, what, wouldn't a Clinton Clinton bill just be terrific? And and is it even possible? And he went on uh, he went on David Letterman and was like, he he would consider that to be unconstitutional. He's like, the language is kind of vague there, but he. He's like, I would lean towards the unconstitutional side. It would be bad. It would be bad for Hillary. Yeah, it would. There would be someone. It would be horrible for Hillary. With a sniper rifle waiting to take her out and go back. I want to go back to the 90s. You can be president (laughs) as long as you have your husband's help along the way. (laughs) We're not letting letting the first woman fly solo on this one, all right? We're not crazy. We're we're all for progress. Don't get us wrong. We'll elect but, a black man, but we ain't elected a woman without fucking okay. her man being there for you. All <laughs> right, all right. Had to sleep with the former president Here's to get the, the thing. gig. I bet you, look, the Clintons don't want to be together when Hillary's on her period anyway. So she goes off to the shack, and Bill stays in the White House while she's on her period. Because we can't have somebody <laughs> on he's her pres- period with her finger every- on the button. He's president every two, two to three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> while she goes Here's- into the bleeding shack. Where's <laughs> the... <laughs> What is that? Like the hot box in prison? <laughs> you go to the bleeding check. What the fuck? That's where the women stay when they have their period. Their, uh, their monthly visitor, right? Well, we just, we just, we just, well. Ah, uh, once again, no. I have proven to not be the most misogynistic on the <laughs> Oh, relax. <laughs> <the show. laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Um, um, no, the worst, the worst choice would be uh, Frank Underwood for Hillary. <laughs> that would That's be the, the only way she could fail. <laughs> He's <laughs> having all of a go. I see that guy push her in front of the train. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that'd be the only way. So, <laughs> uh, well, he, you got to figure 
I think we could narrow. We might be able to narrow on this, although I don't know anybody who would be running that uh, would fit this description. Democrat, at least in the Democrats, you you, you figure that the ticket's got to be balanced out with the mail, right? And not just be- what if? What if? No, they finally no. What if you finally see the? It would be ridiculous to to give that up because you 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 want now you have a ticket that appeals to both sexes, right? You, you also kind of have because it, it, that's what tickets are all about these days is, is, is spreading around the appeal and gathering votes from little compartments of the U.S. So it's going to have so, to be a minority. So women, old old white women, it's have to be a minority. Are already a given. They're they're voting for Hillary. It's got to be young. It's got to be a minority, and it's got to be male. Mm, see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I at one point I thought what's his uh, name? Uh, uh, Barack Obama. No, uh, <laughs> no. I thought at one point Corey I really something? thought John. Corey I really Feldman? thought John Edwards had a shot at oh, being oh. president, but he done fucked. He no. Fat no way. He doesn't Corey have Booker. a shot at being. Corey Booker. Yeah. But well, he would he would see. And here's the thing: how many presidents have we elected since Eisenhower who weren't from the South? Um, Nixon and Barack. Right. That's it. That's it. Well, the South, South right? is a major, major <laughs> fucking. She can't run. She's from what? Arkansas? Arkansas? You know, well, whatever. Uh, I mean, her family isn't, are they? I don't Where's know. Where's her family she, from? I don't I, fucking know. It doesn't matter. But do you, but do you know what I'm, what I'm what I'm getting at is that it you have to capture the South. You Gore have to capture no the House at least on on half of the ticket, though. Once you capture the South, you can you can you're free to find other pastures to uh, appeal to. A mixed metaphor there. That's but, why I'm shocked. That's why I'm shocked. That Obama and Biden won. I really oh, am, dude. That's why. That, okay. Wait, no, first of all, Biden had nothing to do with him winning. You could have put anybody on a ticket with Barack, and he would have won. You could have, you could have ran Barack Obama and uh, and and Frank Underwood, and, <laughs> and it wouldn't have met. You could have ran Barack Obama and Steve Broccoli, and people would still vote. But you could have ran, you could have ran Barack Obama and fucking Storm Thurmond. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's called Let Bygones Be Bygones campaign. Barack Obama and Aaron Hernandez. I can't hate you. Oh, hey, just real quick, something that you just you just said something that that I think is funny. What scares me is that in about ten years we're going to be looking at a lot of former um, uh, professional athletes who are not going to have careers anymore, such as Tom Brady yeah. went, to, went to University of Michigan, going to be looking to get into politics. I'm going to tell you something. Just because you can run an offense does not mean I want you running my country. Gerald Ford already proved that. Yeah. So, I, I you know, it's like, uh, maybe, I just... Maybe, but, you know... I that one Kennedy football star? Yeah. Man, Kennedy was more of a, a quote-unquote war hero. But for, we're also, I mean, we're also seeing, we're seeing these guys deteriorate, too. Head injuries are really doing a number on athletes, especially when you're talking about uh, football and boxing. Yo, don't don't forget hockey and but hockey. It, yeah, I'm sure that too. Yeah, yeah. There's there's literally your bell uh, rung a couple times in that. There's been a, there's been a few uh, suspensions that go into next season for guys for taking cheap shots, and it was because of uh, massive head injuries done to these. I mean, closed head injuries, but done to to other players that these guys were taking. You know, back in the day, it was like, hey, Gordy Howe threw you a fucking elbow when he got in the corner, and you just took it. You almost like it was a. I took Gordy Howe's elbow and my fucking jaw, and I'm still standing here. It's almost a matter of pride. Now it's like, oh, 
Look at this guy doing this. Oh, it's fucking horrible. What's he doing? He's playing hockey, motherfucker. It's a contact sport. Right. Well, you are an athlete. You are not supposed to be a leader of the free world. You're supposed to fucking enter hurt yourself for our entertainment. That's what the fuck your job well, is. One could Do argue it. some of these guys like perhaps the Tom Brady. Can't believe I'm about to make this argument, but it's for it's to make the point. You have to have leadership skills to be a truly especially a guy like Tom Brady. You know, you have to it, it's it's about the leadership skills you acquire, you can take yeah. them to the next level. You know, you have to be able to lead the team. If the team don't buy into you, good fucking luck working as a team or winning anything because it'll be a bunch of I think if and you, egos and rubbing and up against if each If you other. found somebody that went into the military and then managed to actually play pro ball after that, then you'd have a candidate on your hands, I think. Well, they got guys who play pro ball in the military. Well, I mean, college well, ball. Th- there, there is, there is a right. point, Chris, but there's also the point of um, a guy like Brady knows that if he doesn't take care of his offensive line after a very good season, he's going to get killed next season. Yeah, that's a good leader, though. He knows that's part, of, that's part of politics. He knows what to get. He knows what he's got to do to make sure to get the performance he needs to get, whether yeah. it's... Whether it's, you know, like I said, taking care of his offensive line, shit like that, you know, knows what he's got to do to make shit run smoothly. Well, before we get off politics, I Untainted wanted, I wanted by to, money. I wanted to bounce back to, to Hillary Clinton real quick because... Uh, what our phrase is, Bill Clinton has never said for 100 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so her, her four-part campaign... I wanted your guys' opinion on this. So strengthen the families. Okay. Great idea. Yeah. How do you expect to accomplish that? And why is that even your job? Isn't, doesn't that seem like more of a first lady type of thing? See, that's for Bill. Yeah. Bill's going to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good exactly. fucking luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's, that's going to end That's going to end badly. Bill Clinton to project family values. Yeah. How to strengthen your family. Don't get caught. Yeah. No, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Bill did. Worst thing I ever did for my family. Bill did do something to every man who's been in a long term -term (laughs) sexless relationship knows that cheating is not for you, it's for your woman. You leave your house where you are happy and you don't want to lose your wife and you go find some $4 fucking skank at the bar, buy her shots. Fuck her in the back of a car, wash your dick in the sink, and then go back home to your woman who you actually love. Cheating is for the woman. So actually, he he does got some family values there, I think. (laughs) But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, yes, you did. Miss Lewinsky. You liar. I never told anybody to lie. It's a recorded lie. Not a single time. This right here. These allegations. It wasn't oh, false. wait till footnote two twenty eight comes to out, buddy. I go back to work for the <laughs> it, it was not. This is what killed him. It was not him lying under oath that killed him. It was that video right there, and everybody outraged by it. Yep. And the politicians felt like they. I, seriously, I know. I understand that. Like, if your dick Republicans moist, went after him. If your dick with touches teeth. a moist hole that isn't yours, you have had sexual relations. But anybody who thought twice about going after Bill would have to hear it from their constituents back home as well. Are you just going to let Slick Willie slide by? He's going to pull the wool over your eyes again? No, we got to impeach him. It was that. It was that press conference right there that sealed his fate. But I'm going to tell you what, man, in, in 2012... You would have been better Democrat- off going, who's Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. I still don't know in, this per- Can I... Do you have a picture of her? In 2012 at the DNC, old Slick Willie got up there, and man, he fucking killed it. He's, he's got an amazing that, speaker. He's, yeah, he's, he's got, got charisma, and he's a good public speaker. 
he killed it, man. People that don't even like the man because of his eight years as president were like, I kind of like Bill now. I kind of okay. get it now. So, you know? All right. so Bill will take over strengthen, strengthening the families. Yeah, oh boy. Get your yeah, wife yeah. a boyfriend first. Yeah. <laughs> before you go out. Yeah, it'll distract her. What is what is the Chris Rock line? Mad. Hillary is the first woman. That means she's supposed to be first in line to suck his dick. She wasn't doing her job. She should have been like, Monica, back up. I got this. This yeah. is mine. Don't worry about it. You know if you got the crazy need a blow job every day, man. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So exactly. Hillary's second point: bolster the economy. Right now, where did where did we get Be this? Be more vague. Where did we get this understanding that the government was supposed to have control over our economy in that way? I thought they were just supposed to provide a nice level playing field, somewhat, for an economy to flourish. You would think. However, I mean, definitely they've get, gotten involved in most notably uh, banks and the automotive industry in this country, yeah. uh, neither think, of which I agreed I with. I still think the banks was a big bunch of bullshit that everybody just glosses over. You know, it's um, I didn't agree don't, with the banks or the automotive industry bailout, but uh, I, under, I understand that it did seem to help uh, a, a huge financial collapse in this country i just feel like it, to well, quote to quote you aaron you said the government invested into the auto industry and they actually got paid their money back and they made some money and the auto industry is doing better than it's done in a long time yeah it was that, successful those, it, i can't those were exact words you said my, but let's not I forget know. an industry that they did they did put money into that has failed miserably and that's the fucking airline industry after 9-11 ha you want to you, you start this conversation? I'm not... Huh. No, so let me clarify. I'm not denying that the, the bailout of the automotive industry was wildly successful for everybody involved. That's great. Isn't that I what don't it's think supposed it's, to be, though? No, because now you set the precedent of, well, any huge industry that goes under is just going to be bailed out because nobody wants the, the whole U.S. economy to fail. We're too big to fail. And oh, like Enron? Nobody's ever going to fucking learn. There's... Well, the, if you always have this safety net of, well, hey, look, we're the government. We can print money. Okay, just relax. And it's only for certain industries, and, too. They're not doing that for small business. And I think that's, maybe that's what sticks in my craw. That's what grinds my gears. Well, at, even at a certain point, it's going to okay, become Peter untenable. When, yeah. when, all, when everything seems to collapse at once and it looks like the government truly can't do anything about it. That's, that's what I predict on the horizon if we continue down this path. This path. Because the recessions are only coming fast and faster and economies are only become the cycle of economies is becoming faster the bubble and burst is is happening faster and more often listen i'll be honest with you when it comes to the economy i i don't know shit i know what i, I know i know what i've read i know what i've been told i don't trust any of it i just don't i'm, I'm that cynical at this point about this subject so what i got to say is there there are there are more people in this there are people in this in this world who have studied it more and and the, not only the, the, the literal number crunching economics, but the ethics behind it, the, the sociology behind it. And I can't speak on it because I just don't. I, d I don't know, man. I don't no, know. No, but okay. I, I understand where you're going with this, but you can't let that prevent you from having an opinion on it because the number crunchers are just that. They're just crunching numbers. They don't set laws and they don't control the economy. They're just looking to interpret the data that they get into something that they can hand to somebody else and say, here's why your business is or isn't failing or why your, your country is or isn't going under. 
Okay, hold on, hold on a sec. But I, and I know you're not a sports guy, but I'm going to try to explain it just in, in basic sports terms. Well, there is a movement. There's a movement in baseball called sabermetrics, which are just. <laughs> no, keep going, <laughs> keep going, man. You know what? I just, you know what? Can I take my piss break now? Can I just call this a fucking no? Night? How about that? Keep going. We're on fire. Talk about sports, damn it. Keep going. So there's another thing no, called but baseball. There's, 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 a, there's a movement <laughs> in, in baseball called sabermetrics, which just studies the numbers. And they just respect the raw mathematical data. And yes, and it doesn't. Yes, I get what you're saying. Those people are just number crunchers. They don't understand intangibles. They don't understand, Mm -hmm. you know, hot streaks and cold streaks. And and oh, this dude just got caught fucking cheating on his wife. So his mind ain't on the game. I mean, fucking when Tiger Woods was fucking porn stars, he was winning majors left and right. Now that motherfucker ain't doing nothing but his fucking old lady. And he, he he can't win shit. I mean, seriously, like it's in, it's it's shit like that, intangibles that you have to take all this into consideration. And I don't have the interest or the willpower yeah, but to you, do it. But you so don't. I, I cannot form an opinion on something I'm not informed about. Okay, but Man. but if you cannot be one of the money ball guys who knows all the the numbers on all these players and still sit down and enjoy a game and have an opinion on this team sucks and this team's good and this team deserves to win. By the way, and it's, it's money ball keeps getting them to the World Series but not winning it. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Billy, Billy Bean ain't won shit. He's gotten so, to, yeah, he's gotten in the playoffs. He got in the World Series. Well. But See, anyway. I don't I don't understand economics on that kind of scale either. But I understand how it's supposed to look on its surface and this isn't it. And I, I guess what, what makes me nervous about Hillary putting this in her campaign is that when Democrats talk about bolstering the economy, it's usually meddling with something that they shouldn't. When Republicans talk about bolstering the economy, that's usually tax cuts for huge companies and super rich people, which is better, in my opinion. I would, When it comes to economics, I would rather have that than them meddling in what is supposed to be a self-sustaining because system. When it you has meddle to be. with things, it usually costs money. Capitalism has to be a self-sustaining system. It's not propped up by the government. How about this? How about let me just say this. I, capitalism is the most effective and least flawed way we as a human, as a human race have, have devised so far. Yeah, but our government keeps trying to tweak it. Oh, we can make this capitalism thing better. Because sometimes people fail. Yeah, that's what capitalism is. Sometimes your idea sucks, you, you have shitty plans, and your business fails. Sometimes you're Tucker. All right. And your business fails because of that. It's supposed to fail because of that. That's the way the system works. Sometimes you sometimes you make the yeah. Edsel. Right. Dude, okay, the Edsel. It's like making a chick with on. three tits. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on the Edsel, but the Tucker? No, nah, man. Sorry. I I, I uh, I've I the auto industry is is a is a little like passion project I've always I've always read up on. Tucker was fucking way ahead of the game. All right. And and the big three killed <laughs> killed him because they knew they they killed him and then they took what he fucking implemented seat belts safety glass I mean anyways I I I don't want to get on this because I I cannot speak knowledgeably about it so I'm going to come off like a fucking moron and I know I do that all the time anyways but I don't want to do that about this subject it. because it's that important to me but it's not a subject that I've unfortunately spent a lot of again? time looking up on right <laughs> we get into conspiracies now. See, Already? Jay's not even here. I didn't realize that Tucker was a sore spot for you, but it's kind of like me and Tesla. Don't get me started. Yes. You and you and Tesla, Edison me and Tucker, 
Uh, me and me and I got a couple triggers. Hold on. So, so, <laughs> well, let's just lay them out then. Yeah. So all them, all them social justice warriors out there, don't fuck <laughs> with my triggers, okay? Because it's trigger warning. Uh, uh, Doctor Drew, no need to go into that. No. All right. And no, then, we'll and then of course, where it is. and then of course, uh, Jay with um, uh, Walmart and no. fifteen dollars an hour, which is here's something. Here's something that it kills me about Jay. I. I don't agree with them about fast food workers need to make $15 an hour minimum wage, but I do agree that I go, Aaron. That, that cap that cap should be there. And it, what it does is it's not talking about people always talk about people flipping burgers for 15 bucks an hour. No, it's about everybody making more money. Yeah, but, but the thing is, Rich, it's We've not. Had- a specialized skill you could teach anybody to do it that's really hey, I they taught a robot to do it you could, you could pull, I saw it <laughs> but I'm just saying you could pull like 16 year olds off the street and go hey do this and most of them can most of them that's great that's gonna sound amazing in isolation <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at $15 an hour. Okay, $15 an hour is maybe, it's a negotiation tactic. You always ask for more than what you're trying to get, and the people always offer you less than they're trying to give you. It's a negotiation tactic. How does this fucking country not understand that? But the thing is, are I, they going to adjust wages accordingly to everybody else? I mean, think about that. It. It, well, it's a, it's capitalism. Why so shouldn't it Why shouldn't to. the fucking guy it who frames to. houses? Why shouldn't the guy who frames houses hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of houses every fucking year, maybe even millions of dollars, not make twenty twenty five bucks an hour? Well, if you, that's hard physical labor, well, that he's is in the union. Skill. He's going to, but my, my point is, is okay. You would no. Just, he's he's really not because I got no. friends. I can't. I can't. No, I'm not going to go into the. I'm not going to go into that. Union labor, and they usually start out at like 16, and they go up to 26 and plus. Yeah, Jay was talking about like journeymen make like 30 bucks an hour, something like that. Yeah, like so they can make careers out of it. But but my point is, are those guys' wages going to be adjusted? If it's if you can now get 15 dollars an hour to flip burgers, are you now going to get 50 dollars an hour to frame that house? You can adjust everybody else. No, those. Those are two separate micro economies that you're talking about, though, that don't necessarily overlap. But I mean, you're, you're looking at like uh, if you have to pay your workers more than you have to charge more for your food and how much will people charge for substandard or how much will people pay for substandard food? It's going to lead to automation. Price yourself out of the market. It's going to lead to and those robot hands like I was showing you. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to lead. And then, and, then, and then when the robot hands fuck shit up. Who, who are we going to blame? Oh, the engineers. The engineers that fucking design those robots and program them don't deserve what they're getting fucking paid. Rich, man, you... Well, yeah, but that's a separate issue. When the robot hands fuck shit up, they, like, kill people. They go rogue. Rich, you've been on the East Coast, right, and in the South. You heard of Wawa, right? The, yeah. ga- the gas station? Yeah, you go in there, you order a sandwich. It's like one person and everything else is done by the little kiosk. Like, that's what it's going to lead to. It's going to lead to, all right, we'll pay people the $15 an hour now, but it's down to, like... Two people, you know, where it used to be the shift was like five or six. It's 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 going to lead to that. I mean, I, under, I understand. And gentlemen, this is not an easy subject to come to a consensus on. So we're not going to do we're it. We're not going to. Let's get back to Hillary Clinton. We still yes, have two let's, more points let's, to go. <laughs> let's. let's, let's. Um, so, so, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to derail the whole no, thing. No, no, it's all right. No, you're fine. Uh, 
Point number three. She wants to improve U.S. security. What? Should build did, a wall. What Big giant I, wall. What, what did I miss? I mean, I know that we've had terrorism attacks, but I mean, come on. What's what's wrong? What do we need to fix? Well, I, all I, I know is that we have uh, TSA agents at Denver International Airport um, fucking giving the high sign to someone going, hey, when they go through, they opted out of the body scan, so they need to be patted down. But it's because I find them attractive and engroping them. And and if I if I remember correctly on the article, 30 agents were fired four months after this was brought to their attention by another fucking whistleblower agent. So, I, I mean, it, that type of shit is... It, does it yeah, improve our security? Why do you have to touch my penis to improve security? Don't they only do same-sex searches? I heard it's been registered as a deadly weapon, Rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well... <laughs> Same sex searches. You you can guess the uh, sexual orientation of the uh, people that were. So there yeah. there was only homosexual people working at uh, the TSA. I did not say that. That were doing that. this. I did not say that. I I'm but it it abuse. Okay. The, here's TSA where I agents agree with, like here's where that I guy. With, here's where well, I agree I'm with. not gay, but I mean <laughs> that guy's super hot. I mean, when are you gonna I get a chance to yeah. touch those what pecs? Did, <laughs> what did uh, what did uh, uh, Charlie Murphy say about Prince? I looked in his eyes one time. I've been in love ever since. You know, so it's just <laughs> hey, sometimes it happens, man. You know, I mean, wh- whatever. Yeah. Everyone starts well, off as female in the womb, so I guess we're all bi because every female I know under forties claims to be bi now. So it, I guess what U.S. improved U.S. security really means is I said it so that the Republicans can't call me weak. Let's move on. Well, yeah, because uh, how many attacks have we had on U.S. soil since 9-11? Well, not attempted. If you get a wider wider focus on things and understand that 9-11 was one horrible tragedy and you look at the history of this nation and the number of deaths due to terrorism on our soil... We're doing pretty fucking good. Exactly. But I will say, <laughs> I've started uh, subscribing and paying attention more to the, uh, the news feeds out of New York, the New York papers, the New York TV stations, yeah. New York radio stations. Dude, there's shit that doesn't make it to you guys that I read about where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, uh, busting up like a, uh, a, an ISIS group in Brooklyn, uh, you know, busting a couple guys in Queens for... That's great. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's... So that's where we're getting them. It's just it's, and, and and how much of that is fear mongering? How much is that is actually true? Who knows? But but no, if it, I, let's, I'm, just, I'm, let's assume I'm, it's, it's a true. Rhetorical question. Rhetorical question. Okay, but the sake just let it hang in the air. Uh, see what he did there. <laughs> but for the sake of this conversation, let's assume that it is true and just go. That's great. You're getting them. I still don't see where we're failing on this level where it has to be a campaign issue for somebody. On top of that, on top of that, we did it through Bush. We've done it through Obama. A Marxist Kenyan Muslim, <laughs> yeah. okay, has protected us this far into his presidency. So unless there's like a big fucking right before he gets out of office, oh shit, which would only help the Republicans. I mean, before before the, obviously before the you know the vote in 2016. Um, it's 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 a bunch of bullshit. It's fear mongering. I got it. We're doing our job. Congratulations, you did your job. You know how you guys feel about fast food workers when you get your food and it's and it's and, and you go all my all my shit, my extra ketchup packets are in there. They did their job. Great, thank you. That's how I feel about the CIA, the FBI. Do your fucking job. That's what you get paid for, and you get paid well. And not everyone in the FBI and CIA 
who is doing these jobs are highly fucking trained people. There's a lot of fucking low-level people that kick information up that make this possible. So do your fucking jobs. I just... I think they are. I No, I agree. I totally agree. I... Well, anyway, uh, the last point was the only one that uh, is, is a good one, and, but it's just lip service again. Resolve political dysfunction in Washington. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, mostly, though, there was some clarification on this point, removing this invisible money, this PAC money that can come in. Uh, because well, shit costs money. They, they, TV ads cost money. Billboards cost money. Stickers well, cost ha- money. Look what happened. A campaign they, headquarters cost they money. Actually, they actually did manage to remove that money from campaigns, and then they just invented a new way around it. So, the super PACs. Right. Yeah. They, they just so, found different ways to move the money around so that it was untraceable. That's you know, because the government, our government learned from the best gangsters ever, the Catholic Church. They learned how to work the loophole. They made, they, they, uh, hey, we're going to stop this law, but there's a loophole for this. Hey, we got a bunch of gay people who are Catholic. Let's just make them priests and fucking nuns. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a sec. Now they're fucking molesting kids. God damn. We didn't think of that. Shit. What do we do now? It's, it's, it's the loophole. It's, that's what we excel at as human beings. And we just have to accept it, man. We're not fucking, we want perfect governing, but that's impossible. That, that's why the only way to get rid of this is to just do flat funded, taxpayer funded campaigns across the board. Yeah, just make it part of the money you jack for me every two weeks. Yeah, do something something good with it because dude, it'll more than make up for it in the long run. When you stop having uh, corporations and pharmaceutical companies taking setting the laws that govern you, it'll be totally worth the extra buck that you pay in taxes for whatever, each paycheck or what, however little it is. Because when, you, when it gets right down to it, when it's becoming a race when it's no longer a race to see how much money can be spent to get x amount of advertisements out there and jet trips across the nation when it starts becoming a race it doesn't really take a lot of money to just get your platform out there and get everybody to know who you are and what you're about we have the fucking internet first of all i mean you don't it's no longer uh, a inter- two-week trip by stagecoach to go out to California to no, tell no, somebody internet, to vote internet, for a tax. The internet, the internet is the great equalizer. I don't know how old, the great how equalizer. Long ago is tax. Yes, that's I, and I, way I, I know that. that's I know yes. that's cliche, but it, it is no, it is. I agree. It gives it gives everyone an equal voice. Now, whether your voice is heard or not has nothing to do with fucking anything, but just how many hits you get, how many listens you get, how many, whatever the fuck. But it, it's given everyone a voice, and apparently everyone's voice is to bitch and complain about how miserable the fucking world is, because that's mostly what I hear. Hold the phone. Stuart Copeland did the Equalizer TV theme? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> really? I, fucking, uh, God. Did, and, and didn't, uh, didn't fucking uh, good old Denzel just do a remake of the Equalizer? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it? I didn't watch it. I, dude, I did. I was, I was like, it's he's kind of a pimp in that one. But I mean, Denzel can do that, you know. He he, he can play either side of dude, the fence that, real uh, easy. What was it? American Gangster was the one he did. 
Oh, American that, Gangster was fucking. Just, that was, he was pimping that. Dude. He is oh. so good. When he when he walked out and just blew. Uh, uh, oh, was it was it Stringer Bell? He killed on the street. On this street? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was just pimp. He's like, that's just what's up. That's what you get. And I'm just like, yes. And I mean, it wasn't so much like that act alone. If you saw it in isolation, would be like, yeah, okay, movie violence. But you watch Denzel before and after that scene and how he doesn't, it does not affect him one bit. He's not anxious going up to the confrontation and he's not worried afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> he's just cool as a cucumber the whole time. Like he gets yep. hot at, at Tringer, at what's his name, at uh, Idris. I can't remember what, what yes. his character's name was, but uh, he gets mad at him enough, obviously, to shoot him. But yeah, it just runs right off his back like uh, water off a duck. Well, not only that, but when his wife buys him that fur coat that he goes to the fights in and mm-hmm. everyone starts taking pictures of him, because they're like, look at this motherfucker in a fur coat. He must be somebody because uh-huh. he looks like he's acting like somebody. And that's what that's what gets the cops attention. And he comes home and he just burns it. And he's like, bitch. I told you I don't want no shit like this. Yeah. But, you know, that's a man who, uh, oh, God. That is so, such a pimp. That is so pimp. I just, I just, I can't even, I can't even fuck with it. It's not even pimp. That's just true gangster. That is, keep a low profile and do do what you got to do. Yeah. Remember, remember, remember his, remember his nephew who, who was like, he's trying to get him a tryout for the, in the movie, he's trying to get him a tryout with the Yankees. And he's like, no, I want to be like you, Unc. And he's like, no, no, go make that fucking legit money. Fuck this shit. This shit, the game is rigged. Fuck this shit. Cause there's only two mm-hmm. ways you go out in a casket or in jail. Right. That's he's like, it. I'm doing all this so you all don't have to. Exactly. That's that's true gangster shit right there. And that's why that movie that, that movie fucking is Man, that movie is that's that's real shit right there. I, I love that movie. Yeah. I mean I it's it's tough because it is it's certainly a, a type of movie that glorifies that lifestyle and and attitude. Because well, because, we've, because Denzel is so fucking charming, right? Well, you can't that's, help that's but feel for him, love him, like Tony Soprano. That's part of a sociopath's, you know, right skill set. But is, I think it is. It, it, sorry, al- it also did a really good job of showing how. What I was thinking when you're saying that that was a burden to him. It was one that he took on willingly. But it was like you know I'm gonna he's going to take on this burden so that he can protect the people that he cares about and and so he can build something that he can be proud of. There's a there's a um there's a subtext in there where he's he he was the driver for another another dude who was high up and he was yeah. a driver for so long he learned how to play the game and and that is something that's lost i think on a lot of people who watch that movie they don't they don't realize it like this motherfucker put in he put in book work on how to learn the game from fucking right being a driver for this motherfucker that's what he did that was his job and that's that's kind of how you get ahead i've i've said this i've said this to chris and I know it comes off as fucking hood, whatever, but it's I, it, I, it, deep in my heart, I feel it's the truth. And you know the, the quote I'm using, Aaron, because you've watched The Wire. As Omar oh, yeah. said on the stand, he said, whether you have the briefcase or the shotgun, the game is the game. 
Oh, and yeah. it, it, you're here to be either you either get played or you play the game, I'll and that's all there is to it. That statement, yeah. And oh it, shit, that, Omar is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I <laughs> love that shit, man. Uh, I could like once again, I can nerd out on the wire, but we can't do it. We can't do a whole Dude, hour on the wire. <laughs> I I I I'll say one thing about the wire. I don't think I've ever screamed so loud watching any TV movie, whatever, than when that that. Like a uh, pillowcase full of drugs fell from the second story window. Yeah. <laughs> right when he, he just outside, he just walks up and they're just like, oh shit, poop, and throws the drugs down. Like, and he, we already he seen come, what you did to everybody else in the neighborhood here. And he comes back and he says the best thing to his boyfriend at the time. He throws it on the table. He's like, oh, man, I don't even want this shit. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's not, it's not, it it's not what drugs. you're taking. It's who you're taking it from. Right. How do you expect to run with the wolves all night if you're sparring with the puppies all day? That is, that is some fucking iceberg slim profound shit. Yeah. That is seriously, the game is to be sold, not told, and the wire fucking was telling the game right there, so. Dude, I love me some iceberg slim. Friend, in my 20s, a friend turned me on to him, and, uh, yeah. I read, uh, what was the... The most popular book that he had. Um, the game is to be sold, not told, is one I know of the most popular. Maybe, it was, and that explains a lot about you, Aaron. I can't believe this shit. You might want to cut this out, Chris. That explains a lot of shit. Because, <laughs> because you a pimp in disguise. You just quiet about you. You just like, nah. eh. no. I just love it's you, Mark Marin looking motherfucker. Yes, you are. <laughs> Yes, you are. You play that shit down well. I got... Oh. I kind of like... Um, to me... Last bitch you had sex with, how old was she? I rest my case. Okay? There we no. go. You didn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> I uh, had to think for a second. <laughs> yeah, say it. Yeah, you got to think about it. I don't I know. It's you, a fi- I can tell you where... I think it's a 50-50 chance whether she was my age or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm growing up a little bit, you know. Well, you know, as you get older, it's a sliding scale, but it has to move up with you. Oh yeah, definitely. not at the same rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, Chris and I had this conversation one on one. I was like, man, and Chris said to something that was oh, just oh okay now. So great, so great. Well, shit, I, I was drinking. Oh, Jesus Christ, this could be anything. I'll take a five who tries hard over a ten who just lays oh, there. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me a I'm, five who tries hard any day of the week. I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I so. tend to have my eyes closed most of the time anyway, so what does it matter? Man, when she's got her face buried in your asshole, it don't matter what she looks like. <laughs> Fucking just as long as you get in your asshole lick, that's all that matters. <laughs> she's a soldier at that point. She's a ride or die bitch. That's that's your bottom bitch right there. So, oh God, cut well, all that out. That's horrible, Chris. I can't. I can't believe I said well, that. Well, that's shit. all right. I'll save you as long as we're talking about television. Uh, have you checked out the new Daredevil series, sir? Shamefully, I have not. Oh, man. Let me ask you. uh, Well, actually, let's ask you a question. Do you have a favorite Daredevil story or era or, let's say, writer of Daredevil? Oh, Frank Miller, of course. You, sir, will be so happy. Really? Is that good? Wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Did, Did Frank Miller invent Stick? Did he kind of retcon him into Daredevil's past, or did Stick already exist before Frank Miller? Oh man, I can't. I, you know what I'm talking about I the old, the old blind you. guy who trains him. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I, I couldn't tell you, man. I, I, I want to say, I want to say yes, he did. 
I don't know. I should I should have looked that one up because I'm not that familiar with Daredevil's history. My knowledge. Same here. Of, same here. But uh, I have been going back and checking on. Uh, well, I read I read all the Frank Miller run. I've read all the Brian Bendis run, which is just the best thing that Brian Bendis has ever done as well. But the yeah the the TV show very close to Frank Miller. It it manages to put in a little bit more of the crime drama thing. Not that it's heavy. It's not like watching Law or Order or anything, but uh, there's definitely kind of a little bit of a detective and lawyer side of it, but majority of it is pretty brutal, actually. Yeah, I, I um, uh, the bass player for Six Months Gone, uh, JC, he's really, really into... To the whole Marvel universe, yeah. Um, I mean, X Men is his main shit, but mm-hmm. I mean, even the new the new Marvel universe, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. he's into as well. And uh, he's like, he literally crashed over here at the house, and at, and at twelve oh one was was trying to hit play, and he was like, it's not playing, and he went <laughs> online and he looked. It was it was twelve oh one on the east coast or west coast. Oh, he had three more hours. Yeah, so he was. I came home. Oh, from work. I came home from work right after midnight, and I was like, "Man, how how is it? How is it so far?" He's like, "Man, I got three more hours. I can't do it. I can't do it. I I, I got to go to sleep." And then I, the next day, I woke up to go to work, and I was like, "So how is it?" And he's like, "I've watched three episodes. It's fucking great. You're gonna love it." And I'm like, "All right, all right, I got you." So I won't. There's no spoilers in here. I'm just gonna kind of describe it. Some of the highlights that I like about it. Um, well, there's a lot of different uh, in Hell's Kitchen. You run into a lot of different ethnicities in Daredevil in the Daredevil series, especially. Yeah. The Russian gangs and and uh, Japanese gangs. They're all represented in here. And there's a lot of subtitles, which I love. Because if this was a comic book, it would be in those little like uh, sideways triangle bracket things that they do, you know, to show you that yeah. it's actually in a different language. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. They don't. It's not like everybody just speaks English because they're in America. Um, and there's a lot of Marvel references too that just kind of not so slyly tie it into everything else that's going on. There's reference to the war in, or the the Battle of New York and. Uh, other heroes that they nobody's mentioned by name but somebody one of the guys makes a joke about you know well it's not like this guy has a magic hammer or a, you know an iron suit or something little inside jokes yeah yeah and so it's definitely like tied in to the point where i think daredevil is even going to appear possibly in uh in civil war the uh, captain america movie but uh they i'm do- down i'm down they I'm, do. I'm fucking happy as hell if that happens. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm totally blanking on the actor's name who plays him, but he's just fantastic. Oh, I just know he's a British guy who I saw in something else. So not I think he's Ben a, Affleck. I thought he was Irish. Well, eh, okay, my bad. I, he plays You're, that on Boardwalk Empire. Maybe he's just doing the accent, but I don't know. I have no idea, actually. But, uh, yeah, the show is dark. It's It's gritty. It still has some charm to it, definitely. There's still humor to it as well. But, you know, episode two, the Russian gang uh, kidnaps somebody and he goes after them in this scene that's like, I don't know, it must have been five minutes plus of uncut. This The camera goes up and down the hallway like three times 
and you just witness him beat the hell out of easily a dozen guys like that like that scene in true detective right that that yeah where it's like an uh, yeah x I, amount of time non-cut scene yeah now yeah. well this one every time the camera flips around to go back down the hallway you can kind of see well yeah they could have edited that right there you know that was probably their cut but still it is visually exciting and it's great the choreograph the choreographed fight scenes are just amazing yeah uh, that, see I, I dude i need to check i'm so much an asshole that i haven't watched that already i need oh. to, i need to really check that out man another thing that i really like the fact that they didn't go overboard with uh special effects you get a couple shots of what it, the world looks like through his eyes but they don't do all this weird like radar sense thing and try and illustrate it and really, it's gotcha. not, they don't even highlight any kind of radar sense. Like he's got this, you know, sixth sense that, uh, that, that guides him around. They're really doing it all on sound and, uh, and hearing. And it's kind of, li- it's more like sonar, really, than radar. Okay. So it's really just, you know, his existing uh, senses are enhanced to the point where, you know, he can kind of create this 3D image in his mind of what's going on. All right, well, give me uh, mm, another week. Yeah. And I, I, I should be caught up. I, even though uh, it's going to be a little bit rough. because I watched up to seven, and that's where, well, I won't say anything. <laughs> gotcha. Well, no, no. I just, I, uh, t- tomorrow I can start watching. Uh, Friday I work pretty much all day, Saturday all day, and then Sunday I definitely work all day. Then I have Monday off, so... I can try to fit some shit in there, you know, but... Oh, but you'll I, find time for it. Oh, of course I will. Of course I will, man. Fucking... I find time to fucking play video games, for fuck's sake. Of course I fucking find time. But... Oh, and there I we go. We should end it on that. We should end it on that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, there we go. I'm going to get to the course here. Sure. <laughs> Why do we do we need do we need uh, through uh, Daredevil's eyes? Cusack <laughs> holding up a a boombox. By the way, don't ever Street? try that because that's you'll get a you'll get a stalker charge. Who did this? Whoever did this YouTube video is got this guy. First, it was a guy kneeling. Oh, he's doing like a Tim Tebow kind of thing, and now he's got his like arms spread on top of a mountain. Oh, I'm sure lots of people think this is about Jeebus oh, or God. Christ. It's uh, been. Oh God! Dude. There's all the shots of churches. Yep. Do you, re- oh. do you remember? Do you remember? Remember the South Park episode where Wendy left Stan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and he found that he needs to go play John Q- or uh, excuse me, he needs to go play. Um, uh, come on, help me, uh, Peter Gabriel to her mm-hmm. holding up a boombox, and he starts playing "Shock the Monkey." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's right. I was trying to think of what it and was. And all of a sudden, Token comes up, and he just is like, Ugh, angry, like, fuck you, Stan. And he's like, I didn't mean it like that. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great little fucking, yes. uh, you know, commentary. I love that. That Dude, South Park's just fucking great. I, oh, It's going to kill me when that shit goes off the air. But anyways. And then, though, right. we will wrap this one up. Yeah. Great conversation. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening, all that fun stuff. Thanks for all the new followers on, on Twitter. You can listen now on uh, TuneIn.com. Uh, we're actually getting more uh, listens from TuneIn now than we are from Stitcher. Right. And we were getting considerable amount from Stitcher. So competition by the way, there. By the way, real quick, guys, if you're listening and you like, I guess, quote-unquote geek culture, think geek. Check that out. It's, it's 
it's got some great shit. They 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 post some great. Yeah, we're trying shit. to promote our podcast here. <laughs> no, I mean I. Well, Think Geek favorites our tweets and stuff. So hey, great. Yeah. So there we go. Is that called synergy? <laughs> although, although don't don't you both, ever talk bad about synergy. Although don't both parties have to be <laughs> conscious about it for it to be synergy. <laughs> synergy sex. We got this one way synergistic in a relationship yeah. going on. You know. Anyways, <laughs> we will catch you next time, guys. Thank you for listening. See ya later. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise.